Hey, you're listening to The Weekly Bakay, hosted by Toby, Jasmine, and Sophie. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Weekly Bakay. Insert clap emoji, insert praise emoji, insert fire emoji. Um, we have three, three, all back together after, I mean, a crazy episode last last month. We talked about our um, favorite albums, and we're kind of bringing something similar this week, so stay tuned. But, um, oh, I guess I should, we should say our names, right? Why not? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, let's reintroduce ourselves. I'm Sophie. And I'm Jasmine. And I'm Toby. Woo-hoo-hoo. We're all here. We're all here. Um, so let's get into life updates. God. <laughs> Are we ready for life updates? I know. Start I know us off. <laughs> Start um, off ma'am. So last time we talked, I didn't want to talk about my life, but I'm in a I'm in a different I'm more mentally stable now, so I can't talk about it. Um, hey. and yes. I've I've alluded to my academic journey and my new journey a couple of times on the podcast and my first step is finally over. So I've been studying for the LSAT, which is um, for the exam that you take to get into law school. And it kind of just came out of the blue. And I've been studying my freaking ass off. And I took the LSAT in uh, November 11th. So that's my first step is over. Um, it was super grueling. And um, and I think maybe a lot of people that have studied for law school and studied for the LSAT might be in the same shoes as me but it definitely um did a lot more bad than it did good for me but um I'm glad that I have one underneath my belt so um but yes but um I was just reading your text but yes I'm good now I take it again in January and now I'm starting the application process so Mm -hmm. or getting my application together so with that being said there should be more Maybe some more updates depending on how I am next month. <laughs> this is good. So I know. then how do you you feel more comfortable now that you've taken it once? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. It's like you you it's like I think I was really freaking out about the unknown. Like I didn't know how it was gonna go. And I mm-hmm. took it and I was like, nothing on this exam is I've never not, I wasn't surprised by anything. Everything good. that was I was given, I've seen before through um, my prep tests and all that kind of stuff. So I wasn't surprised at all. It doesn't make it any easier. Like it's not an easy exam at all. Um, but I, I there was no curveballs or anything. Okay. Yay. So proud of you. And I'm so glad you got through the first phase of it. Cause this is your first time sharing it with the listeners, right? We've, we've kept like uh-huh. it pretty hushed. Oh, so exciting. Yeah. Everyone's up to speed and knowing what you've been up to. <laughs> so proud of you. Exactly. Right. Now everyone can cheer for you. Really? We out here in the yeah. stands. <laughs> literally <laughs> and the crowd goes wild yeah <laughs> and so scream emoji yes um, right so i mean i guess in terms of my update nothing really crazy or um not much has changed and you know of course like just been working my new position that i mentioned mm-hmm. a few episodes ago it's not very new anymore but that's really great again it's awesome to like wake up every day and be excited to work and like for it to not really feel like work um, but yeah, that's pretty, I haven't really been up to much. Honestly, we're, we're really excited to see Toby mm-hmm. ne- next month because she's coming in. I know it's probably gonna be part of her update, but my life's been pretty mellow. I know no news is good news. Oh my uh, gosh. So yeah, nothing crazy on this end, just working, grinding it out. I did 
um, establish an office now in my parents' house. So it's all official. It's great. And yeah, that's pretty much all that I've been up to. What about you, Tobes? Hey, well, all good things for all of us. <laughs> I am good. Oh, no. Oh, okay. She's back. Sorry, guys. We have yeah. a separate correspondent. We lost Sophie for a minute, but <laughs> <We> she's back. <laughs> <laughs> um, life is good on my side. have two crazy weeks left of work just trying to close out the year before I get to go back to the U.S. for Christmas. It's going to be my first... Whoa, whoa. My first time there in over a year. Very excited to see Sophie, Jasmine, my family, everyone. It's going to be <laughs> Right, good. your family so, comes. Your, <laughs> your family too. <laughs> exactly. Like, for, I'm excited to have a super long break. But before that, the first collection that I got to kick off and work on within my job at Adidas is coming out in five days, which is oh. also crazy. Oh, my God. Ah, yay. Yeah. Um, with Will's Bonner, which I'm super excited to see. It's going to be nice to see stuff come into fruition for, like, yeah, for my first, like, grown-up job. I'm excited, and, yes, just, like, trying to also see friends safely before I head back to the U.S. for this long break. And, yeah, excited to come back refreshed and to see what 2021 has in store. But that's about it from my side. And as we like to do at the end of every year, I guess this is going, we're going into our third year of the podcast, I'm pretty sure, which is crazy. So every year we like to close things off with doing favorites, but this year we're changing it up. As you saw in October, we did our top five favorite albums, which was Sophie's idea. And then my spinoff slash takedown idea of that was top five songs because we were just living for that conversation last time. And it just revealed that obviously you guys know we love music a ton and we have a lot more to discuss so we're stripping things down to talk about our top favorite five songs of all time but with this one it's hard because we were discussing before what we wanted to use as the baseline like is it favorite because it's the most streamed or because spotify tells you it is or apple music um yeah but then we got to thinking and what was the red thread throughout all of our different top five songs was the fact that all these songs held a very special meaning in us, whether we tied it to a moment or specific people in our lives. Like, that's why they ended up being in our top five. So I guess I will start things off by going first. Man, this list, this list was hard. It is hard. It is hard. But some of us are, like... When I was making my list, I was like, these are like, this is it. Like, it's a no-brainer. It is. I think we each struggled. There was maybe, like, one song each that we were like, "Mm, we could swap out for another. But it is what it is. And, yeah. So, I will start. This is in no particular order. (laughs) But one of my top five favorite songs of all time is The Tide is High by the remix by the Atomic Kittens. And for those of you who were our age, this song really came in our radar when Lizzie McGuire danced to it at the beginning of the Lizzie McGuire movie. Yep. <laughs> yes. And I, oh. <laughs> and I have very like strong like memories of me and my mom, especially my mom, loved this song. Like dancing around to this song, and she would always sing the lyrics like growing up because we watched this movie so many times because of me. And 
I think it really set the base for my love for pop music. And I didn't realize until many years after that that song was 100% like the gateway drug for me. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, so that's why I love the tightest high. And then another song is Rootless by Youngblood Hawk. And this oh. one is a little bit more low key. But when we were discussing prior, Sophie also mentioned she listens to this quite often. Similar to the reason why I love the tightest high in terms of it being a gateway. I started listening to Rootless back when we were in high school and we used to listen to music on Pandora. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, oh, God, yeah. Wow. Yes, and it, it was around the time that, like, I was getting into, like, as we discussed during the last episode, like, indie mu- like, when Sophie was out here, like, on Thoughts of the People, I was more so, like, I was really enjoying, like, um, Gossamer, my passion pit. And yes. I remember I had put it on, um, like, music like passion pit on pandora and that's how i came across this song and from that moment on because that was back before you could press repeat unless you had a subscription so (laughs) just like loop it on youtube and it's just a really like feel good song like whenever the sun is out i always have to make sure that i listen to it and it just lifts your spirits it's something that has come with me and every single location I lived because obviously after high school that's when I was super mobile like for university and all the internships and then moving to Germany and it's like one of the red threads that's followed me through each phase in my grown-up life and then there's also Runaway by Kanye and we were joking that each of us 100% probably had a Kanye song on our list just because of how he's been so impactful in terms of our taste in music growing up that like a song had to come and I think all of our songs came from a similar um album and era and other than the video and everything that came with this I I just think it's one of the most emotional instrumentals (laughs) ever (laughs) like literally like hear it in tears and at the same time like belting every single lyric that's how I feel about Runaway um yeah I feel like we're all pretty passionate about that song. So at least one of us got to discuss it. And I, I think a lot of people are too. Yeah, like, it's a cult f- favorite. Like, again, ha- it is a cult Have favorite. you ever seen that Twitter video where where all he did was play the first key of this song at one of his concerts and the crowd <laughs> went crazy? Like, the roar. Oh, they were passing out. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> and And I think, like, lyrically too, like, the messaging and just, like, the way that um, the way, especially like I know this era for him was a very toxic relationship, but like you know, in in our culture now, with like the way that our generation is dating and the and the level of toxicity that we allow and measure in our in our personal lives, it's very interesting to still see how applicable these lyrics are to each of our individual lives. You know, everyone, oh, yeah, it's mm, yeah, it's a cult favorite. It's yeah. a good, <laughs> we applaud you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly and then even just thinking about when I started DJing this year once I started getting more comfortable with mixing I mean I'm by no means an expert yes at all but this song is one that I love to play around with because it sits in such a pocket where you can mix it so well with other songs and the minute it's so powerful that the minute you mix it with any other song it the song that you mix it with absorbs the emotion of runaway and Mm. It intertwines so like beautifully. I'm just like this song is gonna go with us everywhere that we go. I'm convinced. Mm-hmm. And then my last two songs 
saving the not best for last, but the most like emotionally tied. I'm pretty sure we've spoken about them so many times on this podcast, so no surprise that they're on this list. Um, obviously, Bleachers is one of my favorite musical artists of all time, and Everybody Lost Somebody is most likely my favorite Bleachers song. <laughs> it's so hard for me to like pick a favorite, but this one, for that same reason, when I was younger, I know especially in high school, I remember telling like you guys are like, oh, I don't like sad songs. Like, I don't like any emotional music. Even like the One Direction ones, I would like stay away. I couldn't deal. Yes. <laughs> Anything like with a hint of like morbid, like I just couldn't deal. And then something switched when I was in university. Um, maybe all the dark times I was going <laughs> But all of a sudden, the music didn't sound so dark anymore. And everybody lost somebody. I remember the first time I heard that song when the album came out. I was just, like, filled with so much emotion. Just, like, tears came to my eyes. Because the way in which, like, Jack Antonoff sings the lyrics of this song against this, like, super saxophone-heavy instrumental that is sad but also like with a hint of like joy like hey I'm not the only one Mm. everything just yeah and especially seeing this song live like twice even though it's such a sad song it brings people so much joy and I think feeling like the happiness like of the crowd and the emotional attachment that people who like bleachers have to this song regardless of whether or not it's it's their favorite is super powerful right and and seeing it live like it was so much of him singing to us and us singing to them. Like there's yeah. like an effervescence in like the room. Like we're all mm-hmm. in this together. It's beautiful. Agreed. Yeah. Echoing everything that she said. Mm-hmm. And then to close it off, Party For You by Charlie XCX. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am just super, as you can tell, a lot of these songs, other than having some sort of like attachment to them based off of how they formed my love and taste for music, Every single song that I pick, it's 50% has to do with the way that the instrumental makes me feel. And with Party For You, um, the producer, A.G. Cook, who is, like, responsible for taking Charlie from mainstream to this, like, underground, like, pop world that she's become the queen of, A.G. Cook and PC Music are responsible for that. So if you're into Charlie, disclaimer, and, you like, the sound of her music, any music that they produce also kind of lives within this world. But I think Party For You is almost like Charlie's version of Everybody Lost Somebody because it came out during this year, obviously with the pandemic and people in quarantine. And she's this like rave queen and she puts on shows and she's like the life of the party. And then all of a sudden it switches and it's like having a party for one person in your life. And it's like you're doing all of these things. And at the end of the day, only the ones who are super close to you see them, especially like right now. But then against this super like melancholy, like melancholy beat and and then like the rise and then how she pops off from like those 30 seconds of the song that might be like some of my like favorite, one of my favorite moments in music ever. Like mm-hmm. I just can't. I just, anyone who's heard this song knows exactly the 30 minutes I'm talking about where she transforms into like the like baddest bitch, like rapper you could imagine. I'm ending with that. 100% recommend party for you. That's it. 
<laughs> That's a good yeah. Thank you. Honestly, too, and I think it's gonna be really. Um, it's not gonna be any surprise to anyone when when they hear all of our lists and and how um fitting they all really are to our personalities and also like how different and and like how much range there is between them in comparison to each other. Um, so I will again preface with my list that um these actually aren't the songs that I stream the most, but I think in terms of like attachment, whether it's emotional attachment, whether it was time in my life, um the way that the lyrics speak to me is definitely what molded these into being my top five. And I will say kind of like a similar theme to my album picking last month is these are the songs that when they come up, I don't skip, I don't skip them. Um, It's Mm -hmm. when, like as soon as they come on, I give them the honor and my ears, the blessing to um, listen to these songs. And I will say a couple of these um, I could change in and out for some other like contenders from that similar artist. I won't necessarily identify which song or which artist that is, but top five is hard. This is a very hard ranking to do. Um, so I will start off with, um, I would say a cult classic in the pop, like in like the Britney Spears era. So born to make you happy. I can't explain why this is the song off of her first album that I chose to be one of my top fives, but I think for me, like I had no business listening to this song uh, when I was younger. <laughs> I think I think this song is what molded my like super dramatic, intense approach to love. Like born to make you happy. Like Jesus Christ, what was I doing at that age listening to this? But I remember the music video is definitely what changed it for me. So fun fact about me when I was younger, um, I was a huge Britney Spears fan. Like it, that's what shaped my whole like music career or music taste. Like career moving forward and I would always reenact her music videos and for some reason this music video is my favorite one to reenact in the living room the choreography is, it was amazing the cinematography the, I know, like, the cinematography is super moving and again I think that this song really just set up the precedence of how I viewed love and approached our relationships moving forward um and again of course this was the album that it, it was her very first debut album but it was the album that you know, really set the precedence and changed everything and turned her into the pop princess icon that she is. And yeah, that's the song from that album that moves me. Um, another favorite of mine is Seven Wonders by Fleetwood Mac. I I realized, I think Toby pointed this out, that I've never talked about how much I actually love Fleetwood Mac, like even before like, they went viral on TikTok because of like the whatever but like um Fleetwood, yeah I mean Fleetwood Mac is definitely a band that I grew up listening to my dad listened to it growing up Stevie Nicks is like the queen witch of my world and so of course um she has she deserves honorable mention in any of my lists and I'm very surprised I actually didn't pick them in an album previously but um Seven Wonders is again another one of those love songs where I had no business like needing to hear the the extreme measurements of the way that you can attach yourself to someone but stevie nicks and the rest of the band put it in a beautiful like melodic poetic way of basically describing love comparison to the seven wonders also oh hell i hope you can't hear that whatever um uh, yeah you you guys know this is authentic this is work from home this is my life even on zoom meetings but as i mentioned actually to toby before we recorded this before so um hopped onto the call was that seven wonders is literally going to be the song that i danced to at my wedding i decided this three years ago it is like it it is that deep for me so you know it's it's it, that's how deep the song is for me and i know it's like a it's also like a, a cult favorite in like american horror story because it, it's a they feature the song and stevie nicks in the season coven but 
Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. But so give it a listen. If you don't, if you haven't listened, give Miss Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac a chance. Um, because yeah, I don't, I don't know what kind of, um, witchcraft is in their music, but it will grip you by the throat and you'll never leave. <laughs> another, another form, another artist that just tosses that in yeah. there. Anyways, right. but another artist that grips me by the throat is, of course, Mr. Travis Scott. And I would say my favorite song from him of all time that, of course, is in this classic like list um, is Way Back. And I've talked about Way Back before on the podcast. I won't, you know, go too, I won't go too deep into it. But of course, it's my one song from him that comes on every time. I don't skip it. Um, and I think, I think this song really though is what set the precedence of like sicko mode and stargazing, how we get like three songs into one, like how he takes one song and it's like, and he creates a multitude of experiences and a multitude of flow. Um, and, but it all just like Mm. beautifully comes together in this perfect little like gif and with like wrapped with a bow tie. Um, so that way back is definitely the song for me that kind of set like my excitement for moving forward of what I, of my not to be surprised of what sick about stargazing turned out to be and of course i think too mm-hmm. um during the concert because i always talk about this album's concert beebs or birds in the trap singing mcknight but this song there was just something about it um theatrically and seeing it live that really changed my world and yeah i it was the start of the summer i think i also attach it to that summer um, it was like the summer anthem for me. I, I played it all the time. And that, you know, of course, reminiscing on summertime now is different in 2020. But um, that was definitely one of my favorite summers <laughs> was when this album dropped and this song is the most uh, prominent. And I actually mentioned to Toby that I think it's funny that both of our Kanye songs are off of the same album. So for me, off of- oh, wait, wait, pause. Sorry to cut you off, but I was waiting for a window. When you said that about um, Beats in the Trap tour, I realized we need to do best concert. Have we done that? No, I, maybe, th- no maybe that can be, that should be our Yo. December one. Let's do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. we're going to have to. December is about to have to be a double feature. Like, best yes. concert. Oh, oh, yeah. And, and, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and about you guys, this. like, the listeners, you guys are in for a fucking treat because we're going to be together. So I'm really excited. So I think that, I think that hey. that's perfect that we do, um, that we end the year with our top five concerts because since we're doing since we're doing our rankings now i think that's a great yeah oh man that's you guys aren't even ready for that oh that episode that's i'm gonna need to mentally prepare for that but yeah yeah. yeah, okay so so write that down (laughs) let's not forget that um so as i was saying i think it's really funny that toby and i um chose songs from the same um kanye album and so my song off that album is devil in a new dress I don't I I tr- I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the lyrics, if it's the music video, if it's the beats. It's it's a blend of it all, but for me that is my that is my I think top Kanye song of all time. Like I know that's a huge statement to make, but like uh I I'm it's it's there's something about this song that the lyrics still follow me to like on like a day-to-day basis. Like whether it's someone hitting on me and telling me that I look like a sin that I should be their sensation whether it's like I don't I, I truly don't know what it is about the essence of this song but it tr- it really does follow me around every day um and yeah I, I think the music video of it too was just beautifully cre- curated and my last song is a song that is a little bit more recent than um the last four that I listed but I would definitely identify this song as like my one song that I belt out like my tone deaf self self you will never catch me be silent when this song comes on. And that is Kiss It Better by Rihanna. Mm. Mm. Like, Kiss It Better. <laughs> Kiss It Better. 
the amount of gusto that you had behind that. I'm like, yeah, hey, like, yeah. It's. I mean, we all we've all heard the song. That whole album, the vibe of that of Anti. Um, all we all kind of. I think again, there is a very uniformed um, emotion attached to the album, especially so far. It's looking like it's her last album, but. Oh God! I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Robin. But you, yeah. you're right. You're right. We need a face. Yeah, reality. but like, I don't. It's I don't know what it is about "Kiss It Better." Like, whoever made that a single is a genius because it it mm. and also like that even though like that song is so beautiful and amazing, it like and that was really one of the songs that we attached the album to. It does like the rest of the album still doesn't disappoint, you know. But there's just I don't know. There's just something about "Kiss It Better." Like I'm never silent when it comes on. You will hear me if you hear "Kiss It Better." You will hear me, and that's what I will end it at. <laughs> oh, that's what I've been hearing. Yeah, hear me more. yeah the, the off-key um, screech. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous list, Jasmine. Oh, very cute. Oh my god, it is your down. turn. So let's. <laughs> You okay oh let's take all of us on a journey <laughs> so i have i have a top five and then i have an honorable mention love that hey, i was yeah. gonna say we each need to do an honorable mention at the end okay okay, okay I, i'll cool. do my on, i'll do honorable mention at the end of mine and then you guys can do yours yeah Sick. um okay so my top song is my top song and then everything else is kind of flows in okay. and out but my top song of all time I don't think it comes to any surprise, but it's off of uh, Usher's Confessions <laughs> album. Are we at the I was waiting. Well, also let's preface this because I've seen their list, but they haven't seen mine. So I've seen Toby oh, and Jasmine. Yeah. So this is the first time that they're gonna hear it. <laughs> so my top song is Superstar. And it has an interlude to it. There's a superstar interlude. It's like the eighth song off the album. And that's album. my number two. <laughs> it is amazing. And I remember being in my dad's car, like, in elementary school, like, hearing this song. And I'd be like, we got to play this over and over and over. And my dad would get so tired because mm-hmm. it's, like, the best song I've ever heard. And it's still stuck with me to this day now that I'm 23. Like, I don't know what oh. I have, was listening, why my dad had confessions playing when I was in elementary school, but here we are um superstar it's usher basically singing to like he's the superstar to this person and it's so interesting because usher has all these ushers like has all a whole bunch of fans right so for him to sing being a fan himself to somebody else i don't know i thought that it was the most prophetic like awesome fucking (laughs) thing ever and he's just saying, like, I'm going to be your one fan. I'll be your groupie. And I think maybe that's why I've turned into such a fangirl <laughs> now, <laughs> like, looking back on it. Um, but it's, just, I mean, most of my songs on it are going to be R&B, which is, like, really interesting because I think I'm a pop girl at heart. Um, mm-hmm. But it's the best It's the best R&B song for him to be singing about, like, I don't care what's going on. Like, I could be the biggest star in the world, but I will still be, like, your biggest fan. And I'm like, damn, maybe we should, like, move that way in our lives like i'm gonna regardless of how big of a star that i am i'm gonna try to be your guys's number one fan your biggest cheerleader right i'm always gonna be in your corner yeah Aww, that's Love super that. sweet um and i it's don't poetic. necessarily i don't know if that's how he like wanted us to <laughs> like wanted us to like read it that way but whenever he would like during his concerts and he would sing the song he would like bring a fan up and sit them down no, in chair and was sing to him girl. <laughs> yes literally I said Usher did it first. Well, also, Usher, Usher did it first. 
Beaver's yeah. mentor. So, I mean, I could see how that, like, that moved. But, um, exactly. Superstars, so, it's just so good. And it's like, I mean, it, it's true R&B. Like, no, no fluffy shit that kind of like what we have R&B-ish now. Like, true, mm-hmm. like, R, like, R, R, and R, B. So, mm-hmm. number one song of all time. Everyone needs to go listen to it right now. Well, after you listen to the podcast, you need to go <laughs> listen to this. Um, hey. So, my second through five, like, like I said, they, like, kind of move laterally here and there. Um, so, I'm going to do 20-somethings by SZA. And this song came out, gosh. I mean, Control is, like, one of the baddest bitch albums of like out there but 20 somethings came out or excuse me control came out um like during one of my favorite summers that i've ever had it was in college i think i was going into my junior year or something i mean it was like a really transitive time in my life i was mm-hmm. hanging out with like a i was meeting like new friends um and i was going through like kind of like a breakup and so control came out and i was like oh girl but 20 somethings is um Basically, she's just saying, God bless these 20-somethings. And I was like, well, fuck. Yes, God bless yeah, these 20-somethings. Like, all my friends, like, we're in our 20s, right? Like, all my friends are yeah. 20, well, in their 20s. And I was like, I look around, I'm like, yes, like, we need to care for them. <laughs> like, we need, to, <laughs> we need to watch out for these people. Like, they're important. Yeah. Um, and it's just, like, a beautiful song. But the first time I heard it, I literally cried. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just pretty. Like, you listen to it, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I feel like, like, I'm feeling yeah. glittery. Like, my life is, like, shimmery. And um, I want people to, like, think of me and, like, God bless her because she's in her 20s. And I'm looking at my friends that are in their 20s. And it's like, God bless you. Right. God bless everyone. Well, I feel like that um, song, too, and- like, it really takes the Chambly experience of your 20s and, and puts it in such, like, a beautiful, like, beautifully crafted way. You know, it's like, yeah, you, right. it's, you can't listen to it and not feel good after, even though it's literally highlighting how Chambly our lives are in this stage. Yes, like every like we're literally yeah. like chaos. Like it's chaotic. She's like, she's like, I don't even have a phone in my name. Like yeah. shut up. Like I really don't own anything. Like, I, I don't know. I don't own anything. But yeah, we're still moving. We're still grooving. We're still having a good time. But I, I think it just like packed up like a whole bunch of our experiences into like this mm-hmm. beautiful song. So we love twenty somethings. And then, um, oh, I was like, this one, this song is like a obviously on my list but I could also see it interchange with like another song as well but um love by Kendrick Lamar I mean yeah. oh my gosh right yeah like it makes me want to like literally run through walls like just run like I'm running until I can't run anymore like it's just it's like what what was Kendrick doing like he really was in his bag and mm-hmm. it's like it's a, that whole it's album a, it's a good album right but yeah. it's I mean, it's very simplistic. I mean, he really isn't singing that much about stuff. And he's not even singing in it. I don't even know who's even featured in this song. Like, who sings, like, love me, right? Um, but it's just kind of, I don't know why everything is so, like, not sad. But he's just, if I did all these things, or if I didn't have all these things, like, would you still love me? Like, you're questioning, like, your love for someone. And, um, or their love for you. And it's, I mean, it's just a beautiful song. He's like, I'll... And it's like, he's like, I'm just, you know, an exit away. Like, I'm accountable. Like, I'll be there for you. I don't know. I think it's pretty. And it sounds good. I agree. Oh, my. Drogon. It's a gorgeous Drogon, song. Drogon yeah, no, too. she's she, she's feeling right. that type of way. Um, but we, it's like we love love, right? Like, this whole, like, concept of love. And whenever you hear, like, love songs, it's not like this. So it's like a newer form of love song for me. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really pretty. And if it's on the, like, if this song comes on in the car, like, get ready for performance <laughs> like i'm performing for everybody else on the highway i 
I said, you guys are Windows welcome. You, free, you literally have a free ticket to the show. Like, and I'm trying to hit every single no. And you know I'm trying. not hitting them. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. keyword is trying to hit. I, I can relate. Really... <laughs> but like, really put a guy. It's a, it's a, it's a good song. Um, okay, then. Oh, gosh. So I'm deciding between Don't Take the Money and Let's Get Married oh, by boy. Bleachers. And the thing is, like, don't take the, like, Let's Get Married is my favorite song. But Don't Take yeah. the Money, I have, like, the experience of it is insane. It's like, don't take the fucking money. Like, don't do it. <laughs> like, it's so matter of fact to the right. point. Yeah. <laughs> right? And, it's, and I remember seeing this in concert, and I was like, I was looking around at people, and I was like, yo, we really are doing this right now. Like, we're really, <laughs> like this is actually happening. Like, I really. It was euphoric. It was euphoric. And that's where I was like, okay, so let's get like let's get married i'm like i love it because it's like i think like when you think of like my style like my taste of music like let's get married it was made for you right it like literally was made for me but don't take the money i feel like i have like more of a a tie i don't know i have a tie to it and i remember like being in college and like showing my friends bleachers for the first time and i like don't take the money and then i was like seeing they would have don't take the money like in all their playlists i was like hmm like this is cute it's a it's just a great song like i don't i don't think there's a flaw like there's not a flaw in it it's like it's about as big like when it walks in the room the room lights up like don't take the don't take the money is that girl yeah right there it is Damn is right you're right you're right and bleachers is just like come on like if bleachers isn't on this list then i'm not sophie then the Pope isn't Catholic, like right? It wouldn't make any sense. It doesn't sense. make any sense, but it does. Weirdly enough. <laughs> so I think I think I have to put Don't Take the Money over Let's Get Married, sorry. Even though I did like the little um bracket and Let's Get Married was my favorite song. But I think in reality it's Don't Take the Money. Yeah. Um and then for my last song, oh girl. I'm ready. PYT, PYT by Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. It literally was the first song I bought off of iTunes, like back, back, back Aww. in the day. Um, PYT, and it's Michael Jackson. There's our music wouldn't be our music without Michael Jax. Jackson. Like he's a titan. 100%. Like he's literally changed music forever. And so I think mm-hmm. I have to give like a little homage to like the OG, right? But PYT, pretty young thing. And everyone, and now it's like a thing, like you want to be a PYT. And now there's like clothing exactly. brands, like pretty little things or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but PYT, it's just, it's a fun song. And it still has like a little bit of R&B into it, but I wouldn't necessarily say it's pop. I don't know how to explain Michael Jackson's music. It's like, it's just Michael Jackson's music. Yeah. Um, and I would say it was one of the ones that veered towards the pop yeah. side. Yes, I agree. Um, But the lyrics are cute. And it's just like, I don't know, it's, when I think of a feel-good song, I really wouldn't think of PYT. Um, but for me, it is a feel-good song. Like, you put it on, like, when you're getting ready. You, you put it on when you're feeling bad. When you're on a road trip. When you're walking to class. When you're just going day-to-day. Like, it, it fits every mold that it needs to for my, like, for me. Um, so, yeah, PYT is, so that's my top five. And then um, my honorable mention is Seeing Stars by Borns. Oh. I know, OMG, Toby, you didn't put such any... a fraud. You didn't put Borns on your list, and I knew you were going to have this reaction. 
stars is um off can- the e- candy ep like born's like first thing like an album of like uh ep of like five four songs but seeing stars oh god when you th- i don't know i feel like it's sophie in a song like it's 100%. so cute it's so bubbly and this is what I, I like when you think of like a feel good song you would think of something similar to seeing stars in my opinion, i i think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think 100%. Yes, and it came out like, oh my gosh, senior year of high school. And the first yeah. time I heard, I was in Florida and it was like, the sun's out, we're by the pool. Like, things were like, life was great. Mm-hmm. Like, life was great. And seeing stars, I remember hearing, I was like, yo, this is a hit. Like, it's a true, it's a true bop. Um, yeah. And it just came with a good time at my life. And I still, like, even when I listen to it now, I was like, wow, I like, I literally like time traveled to like a different place. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm immediately just... listening after this. After this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't it's even so speak. Good. I'm like so like it's so good and like boring. And when you think of the lyrics, I'm like, oh my gosh, like true infatuation. Like that's when like when I think he's like truly talking about like this just this infatuation with this person and sat down and wrote a song about it and put it to like this super fun beat. Um, and it's just different. And we've seen it, and we've seen it live. We've seen it live when it was we good. We did. He tried to do some crazy yeah. renditions. I said, girl, you're doing it all types of wrong. <laughs> and I probably will never see Borns in concert again. <laughs> exactly, because he ruined it. The thing with Borns is we have a special attachment to him because we saw him in L.A. Mm-hmm. Then we also saw him in Kansas City when he completely botched everything. And Borns has never been the same since then. Never. I don't even, <laughs> yeah. Well, and he opened up for Bleachers and Charlie, FYI. Yeah. So it was we- like... We've seen Seeing Stars a couple times. The last time, really, really. <laughs> I was like, Girl. True, you're right. So we've seen him three times. Yes, yeah. Damn, I completely forgot. Three times. Yes, 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 yes. But yes. yeah, Seeing Stars is Seeing Stars is a good one. Oh yes. my gosh, I can hear the beginning oh, of it. Like the <laughs> dun 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 It like makes you want to move. I said, wow. Yeah. Like, let's go. Like, well, I'm about to be stomping. Oh, she says stop. When I realized, what I realized when you were saying that, and call me out if you guys don't agree, but I just realized Borns is like the way he writes music and the sound of it, especially with the infatuation thing that you said, he's like the female Carly Rae oh. Jones. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Like, okay, good. I'm glad that like that makes sense. Because literally, as you were saying that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is literally CRJ. No, it is. I think he's a little bit more indie. Yeah, but because Carly, I think is true pop. But yes, I. I but that, in that agree. sense, she is indie now because the stuff that we're hearing now on the radios is not true pop. True, but true. Carly Rae Jepsen, yeah, like technically, if you are true pop, low key now you're indie because nothing else is true. I pop agree. Anymore. Oh, girls, <laughs> let's go write. We need to write an article. Right, we're about to yeah, and not for free. <laughs> 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 okay wait okay. Jasmine you go next well if I you do. have an honorable so my mention my honorable mention okay like okay so this may be a hot take because there's a lot of albums you know as as, as uh oh we're, we're, ta- we're doing beats here we we're go doing beats. as beef stands there's a lot of albums but for me my favorite and again another one of those songs I never skip over is what do you mean like I'm sorry 
Purpose. Okay, so we all know when the day the day that Purpose was released was the day that another album was released that we do not need to mention. How? Yeah, <laughs> we will not speak about. Yeah, also, we're not saying very interesting that they didn't make any of our list per usual. <laughs> right. We act like are we really five fair? years? Wasted. Anyways, um, but yeah, I don't I don't know like if it was. I don't know if because like purpose was like my emotional crutch to get through the last album that was released from the other unsaid name or what, it was. <laughs> <laughs> or what, but I'm like, and I, I love like the rebrand of his music with the purpose album, but especially what mm. do you mean? Like what a great single, what a great start of like the momentum of what that album was. Again, I think that that was just like one of the most fun summers. I like, it's something about what do you mean and sorry, like the way that it it, it forces you to get up and date. Like you ha- you can't be still when you're listening to those songs, you know. And mm, yeah, I I, but what do you mean is my is one of my favorite ones. And of course, it's interesting. That I is know. a hot take, Jasmine. You I act know. like sorry doesn't exist. Yeah, I, I'm very <laughs> shocked. I'm very shocked. <laughs> or favorite girl doesn't exist. Interesting. Yeah. I know, I know. Right. The other, I know. As so many other song, like of the albums, can't, but there's just something. Or lost. I know, girl. Come on. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's my what favorite for my own attachment. <laughs> yes, yes. Just, like, yeah, it was hard. It was I'm a very like, hard decision, yeah. but that is my honorable mention. Um, because Beef went off with that. Yeah, what a great. And again, album, I, I think I think I hold that album to very yeah. high regard since it was my um emotional crutch to get through a very devastating loss. What was happening? Oh <laughs> Jesus! You're right. I'll never forget. You remember the album? Both yeah, albums dropped on a Friday. Jasmine and I were at university. Sophie was in high. No, school. I was no, no, no Sophie had just started. I was in college. It was your first year of school. Yep. Yeah, true. Because we were second years. It dropped on yep. a Friday, and we were like. I remember we, the three of us were like, fuck, like, literally, this is Justin's comeback. Yeah. And we've been with Justin since day one. And then it was their ending. So it was like a swap. Like, it was like us mm-hmm. going back to our roots and saying mm-hmm. ciao to these other guys. Mm-hmm. I rem- That was their work <laughs> I literally project. listened to Purpose first. And I was like, I don't even want to listen to another album. I said, this is it. It was yeah. that. I knew to save purpose. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm obviously, I'm gonna give them a chance. Same. I didn't make it past the third song, and I was like, you know what? Beeb dropped an album today. I'm gonna give, them- yeah. The sun yeah, was shining. I mean, they were they set yeah. themselves the up. The sun for was shining. It was a wonderful day they with that did. album, and again, it was yeah. such a good day. <laughs> and here, <sighs> yeah. The thing that's embarrassing though is that they were so proud of that album because they were like, oh, we're finally. This is the album we have the most say in. And this is the one that where, like, we feel the most proud. I'm like, well, I am so glad that you did not have any say in your other projects. I swear. Or you would right. not have the career that you had. No, well, I, and I also trash. feel like it was slapped together because right. they had to have, like, a final ending. You know, like, I think. Literally. Exactly. And everyone needed their be, say. Because, like, it, obviously it was the end of all be all when the fifth one left. So it's like. <laughs> Yeah. So of course, like of course, I think that it was just so rushed and like sloppily put together. And yeah. But anyways, thanks so much, Justin. We love you. Thank you for saving us that day. And what do you mean is a classic? Right. He literally. Yeah. Like, I, I, I sorry. Yeah. My day, sorry. <laughs> yeah. It but purpose is all. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, Tobes. So what about me you? Ending it off. 
Man, it would have been something else if Sophie had not brought up seeing stars in the Candy EP. I have to say Past Lives from the Candy EP by Born. Because that song, yeah. literally, it was my most played for, I think, two or three years. And even up until this day, every time that we get the Your Most Played Songs of the Year from Spotify, Past Lives is still on there. I wrote a paper on it my first year of school. So many ties <laughs> to it. It also is a song within a song. It's poetic. It's filled with like infatuation and it almost this like childlike adoration and crush feeling that I think all three of us have <laughs> and have been having. And yep. right. Yeah, it, it just it's yeah, it's literally all the yeah. Honestly, when you talk about music taste, that song also is a really good indicator of the types of type of music that I'm into and what I'm drawn to and it just yeah it's also something that's been with us for many years and then I think also why I have ties to that EP even though I forgot so I still fake is the fact that when Sophie found it and sent it to me we were among the first to find Borns because this EP in total had less than 5,000 plays yeah damn right so we've like <sighs> been there. Take we me went, back. And then, and yes, as you guys can see, we can talk about music for ages. And these are some of the best conversations that we have. So it's super fun when we get to share it with you guys. We'll definitely find ways to talk about more favorites in the episodes to come. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. I have to say, I think this is one of my favorites that we've done. Mm-hmm. I, know, mm-hmm. I, I love this category and I'm very excited for next month. So make sure to tune in to hear our top five concert experiences because that, especially with all of us going to be in the same room, that is going to be a shit show of, of a, like, yeah. but it'll be fun. We're going to, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be electric. It's not going to be a conversation. We may have to do a video. <laughs> we may have to do a video yeah. for this one. We go live. <laughs> lol literally um yeah but make sure to go to our website the weekly com if you have anything to submit and that you like rate review and subscribe wherever you listen yes and as always uh follow us on all our social media um you know we appreciate all the love and support per usual and again you know tune in for next month because it's about it's gonna keep getting fun exactly and let's switch it up You've been listening to the weekly vacay, so now we don't all have to say it at the end. And I'm Toby. Love it. That's fine. I'm Jasmine. Bye. And I'm Sophie. (laughs) Bye. Bye, girls.